0: Hey everybody,
1: welcome to the Page 8 podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm your host, sports editor Jake Weiss. Joining me on today's show is my co-host.
0: Hi everybody, my name is Kristen Carr. I'm a writer here at the Plainsman and we are so excited to get this podcast started. We've never done anything like this, so it's a really exciting time for us.
1: It's a rivalry week on the plains for Auburn soccer and Auburn softball. Soccer takes on Georgia and the Deep South's oldest rivalry on Saturday, Auburn softball hosts Alabama in a three-game series, and Auburn baseball hosts Little Rock. We'll talk all about that on today's show.
0: Hey, this is Natalie Beckerink, content editor of the Auburn Plainsman. I just want to remind everyone, if you'd like to support this organization and our podcast team, you can log on to theplainsman.com and click on the button in the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. You'll be supporting over 127 years of local, editorially independent journalism right here in Auburn. Once again, that's theplainsman.com, and click on the button in the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. Thank you so much in advance, and now back to the show.
1: All right, Kristen, so you've covered some Auburn baseball this season. Uh, Why don't you talk a little bit about this weekend's matchup against Little Rock and kind of what you saw last week?
0: Yes, definitely. So I'll just start off with last weekend's series um, against Boston College. The series went with a loss for Auburn, two to eight, and then they won on Saturday's game, sixteen to one. Big, big difference there. And then they lost again, um, nine to eleven. So I think the big takeaways from those games was the pitching and how much that needs work. Uh, With those post game interviews, you know, Coach Thompson talks a lot about how they really needed to improve in that area they were literally one pitch away from winning that game on um, Sunday and really just blew that with, you know, there were eight runs scored, two outs um, at the top of the ninth. And that just can't happen if you expect to win consistently. And so he um, he definitely emphasized that in those postgame interviews. And I think a lot of that plays into the injuries that they've had in the pitching and other positions as well. But, you know, they've got some of their top pitchers that are injured right now. And I think maybe once those people get better, it'll start to improve. But I think definitely the pitching is is the big story there. But um, they played UAB um, yesterday on the ninth, and they actually ended up winning that game um, 6-5. to So I think that's a good turnaround for them knowing they can win an away game. The coach said he had, you know, they haven't played an away game in a while, so yeah. <laughs> it was good for them to get back into it. There were also some promising young pitchers that pitched in that game, um, Gonzalez and Mullins, and, um, you know, Gonzalez really put on a show in that first career start. He retired the first 15 batters, you know, he oh. faced, so, um, and he struck out seven of those, so... Really impressive numbers from him. And then, you know, Mullins was brought in during the sixth inning. And, you know, he had eight strikeouts while he pitched there. So looks like they might have some improvement in that area.
1: And Gonzalez is a true freshman. Is that correct?
0: Yes, yes. Both um, Gonzalez and Mullins are true freshmen. So that should be hopefully some really great pitchers coming forward in the coming years. And, you know, maybe those freshmen can step up while we have some of those upperclassmen that are injured at the moment.
1: And have you heard anything about from Coach Thompson about kind of the injuries at pitcher? You know, has he kind of given any update on when they'll be back or kind of nothing yet?
0: He's been a little bit vague. Um, to be honest, I think they're trying to keep that maybe under wraps a little bit at the moment. But I believe he said that, yes. Yeah, so with this series against Little Rock, um, they look to have uh, Cody Greenhill back, um, and as well as uh, Judd Ward from injuries, and then um coach thompson also said that richard fitz has an injury but it's not as serious as what green hills was when he was injured so he didn't get any further update on that status but hopefully um, we'll get some more details on fitz's status but that looks to be some game changers i think against little rock
1: and just kind of briefly the offense you know they seem to be pretty impressive here a lot of home runs a lot of runs scored um What do you think their biggest kind of success has been this season? What do you think the biggest factor for their success this season has been?
0: Definitely. I think, you know, with Coach Thompson and his post-game interviews, he's always been really excited about their offense. He basically just says that, you know, they just need to keep doing what they're doing. I think a big part of that came from, you know, they had some new facilities. That they uh, were able to start using this season, and those involved a lot more batting cages and more opportunities for them to get in some practice hitting. And they actually have, in that new facility, the ability to have the machine pitch the pitch that whatever opponent they're going to be facing is going to pitch. And so they can actually practice pitch for pitch in order to prepare for those games. So I think that's been a big influence and their success offensively
1: great and all right well thank you for your insight there on the Auburn baseball series Auburn baseball series against Little Rock this weekend kind of one last question I guess actually Uh, what's your prediction this weekend how many uh, what what, how do you think the weekend's going to go for Auburn baseball
0: well you know I think if they can continue the improvement that they've made in the pitching and just continue what they've been doing offensively I think they have some wins ahead of them. Um, But if they want to win consistently, they really do need to continue improvement in that pitching area. But offensively, they've just got to keep doing what they're doing.
1: Great. All right. Well, yeah, we'll be right back. Um, Next up, we'll have Auburn soccer. Previewing Auburn soccer's game against Georgia this weekend with our first guest of the show, Jake Gonzalez. We'll have him on, and then we'll talk about Auburn softball. So we'll be right back.
2: From the Auburn Plainsman, I'm Jack West. And this is your news for the week. On March 8th, the CDC announced new guidelines for people who have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19. However, Auburn University announced that it would be keeping its current policy regarding masks until further notice, even for fully vaccinated students. And on Thursday, March 11th, Governor Kay Ivey announced that she would be extending the state's mask mandate until April 9th, but would not extend it beyond that date. In other news, in response to a list of demands from a local activist group, Auburn President Jay Gouge announced that there had been an 18% increase in black student applications for the fall 2021 semester. This comes after more than a decade of falling black enrollment numbers at Auburn. Gouge also announced that the university will be increasing its need-based scholarship funds by 200%. From the Auburn Plainsman, this has been your news for the week. Now, back to the show.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Page 8 podcast. Next up, we're going to be talking about Auburn soccer going up against Georgia this weekend in the Deep South's oldest rivalry. Uh, like I mentioned right before the break, we're going to be having on another sports writer from the Plainsman here, Jake Gonzalez. Welcome to the show, Jake.
3: Hey, what's going on? Um, Yeah, just excited to, to be here and start this podcast with you all and uh, get things rolling over here.
1: Great. We're glad to have you. Um, So, yeah, Jake, my first question is I know Auburn and Georgia have played once before in the fall. Is that correct? That's correct, right?
3: Uh they played twice, uh, if you consider the SEC tournament in Orange oh, right. Beach. Uh but yeah, both both games have been pretty good games. Uh, the first game, uh Auburn won at Georgia with ten uh, ten men, pretty much. Uh Paraska went out like in I think the thirtieth minute or something like that with a red card. Um they got an early goal and pretty much defended for their lives um to get that win. And the second meeting in Orange Beach was even might have even been a better game. Uh it was two one win for Auburn in a double overtime. Oh nice. Uh, Mallory Mooney scored a winning goal like right in the opening seconds of the second overtime and it was good golden goal to, good opportunity to get Auburn into the next round to face Arkansas
1: nice so what are your kind of I know obviously you know normally when Auburn plays in the spring you know the season's usually over by now the spring's more for exhibition games so how do you feel kind of a team is handling uh, you know having to play some more games in the spring especially with the uh, the NCAA tournament it's going to be in the spring this year how do you kind of feel about that
3: I mean, I think there's a little bit of a gap there um, for some of the older players because they're so used to the, the original kind of like rotation of like pretty much being fall games. Um, but for the younger girls, like it's been pretty much smooth sailing for them because they're used to playing club football used to year round. Um, so there's not that much of a big difference there. And that's a lot of people that are playing right now. A lot of the younger girls, a lot of freshmen, a lot of sophomores, those are really the ones that are kind of getting in those early minutes.
1: And kind of why do you think that is? Is that just a coaching decision or do you think Coach Hoppe is trying to save the older players for later in the season?
3: Uh, I'm not exactly sure. Um, but I mean, from what you can see, especially in these early games, these, these freshmen are, they're really, they're ready to play. Like they're, they're good. They're able to create chances offensively, may not be able to put them away yet, but they're getting into positions where they can create these chances. And all three defenders besides and Lonson are freshmen. They've they've been defending exceptional. Um, they've given up I think one goal this season so far in the three games they played. And that's, that's a pretty good rate to, to be holding your opponent at.
1: I believe that last goal, the goal, one goal they've given up this season was to Clemson. Clemson, we know is the top ten team uh, in the country. Kind of, what do you expect Auburn to do against Georgia this weekend? Um, I know they're what two and zero against Georgia this season. Yeah. So kind of, do you expect it to be third time the charm, or what do you kind of? What's kind of your prediction?
3: Um, my prediction, probably for this game, it's I think it's gonna be another close game. Um, you know, it's gonna be really dependent on the wide areas, um, especially with how Auburn runs a three center back um, setup. Uh, It's really going to be dependent on Mallory Mooney and uh, Olivia Candelino to kind of get back and help in that wingback kind of position. So it's going to be, I think Georgia will probably end up coming up on top in this game. Uh, Just do that wide areas and it's hard to beat someone three times in a season. It's, that's something that's really hard to do, even in soccer or baseball, whatever sport you're talking about. Um, So, I mean, it'll probably be another close game that goes down to the wire. I mean, for me, I'm looking at it being like a 1-0 game or a 2-1 game or something like that.
1: And just kind of one last question here, Uh, you know, this is, we've got some time, there's some time left, obviously, but, uh, you know, do you think this team is an NCAA tournament team?
3: I think they've got the potential to get there. They really do. I mean, as soon as as they start putting balls in the back of the net more frequently, they'll definitely get there. I mean, Anna Haddock's been creating passes all over the field to get these attackers chances, but they're just struggling just to get shots on target. Corey Loxley, she's kind of that front girl right now uh, with Richard's not really been played yet. Um, as soon as she starts putting the ball in the back of the net, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a show for that Auburn team.
1: Great. Uh, you know, before we let you go, is there anything that else you want to talk about this weekend's matchup?
3: Uh, I mean, really, it's just gonna be uh, exciting to see how these youth uh, kind of get into this like spring season. Um, you know, you love to see Anna Haddock, Olivia Candelino, Mallory Mooney, you know, those kinds of girls just kind of really getting into the shape and getting into the form of the season and where they need to be as they improve and get older.
1: Great. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, we look forward to seeing how the team does this weekend and reading your... I uh, believe you're covering the game. Is that
3: correct? I think Larry is this week.
1: Larry is. Okay. Well, if you were covering the game, I would have enjoyed reading your story. And I know Larry is, so I'll enjoy reading his story. Thanks for coming on, though.
3: Yeah, no problem. Thank you. All. Thank you.
0: All right, guys. Welcome back. Let's pivot to some softball. Okay, Jake, you've been covering softball some this season. What are some big themes that you've been seeing through these games? I mean, we've seen Auburn has a 16-1 overall, you know, with that record. What do you think has been the key to their success?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing for Auburn has been the pitching. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we kind of heard a lot about it a lot. Um, You know, on the awards, I think so far through the first four weeks, three Auburn uh, freshmen have won SEC Freshman of the Week. Mm -hmm. Two have been Matty Pinta, the freshman pitcher. The other has been the other freshman pitcher, Shelby Lowe. Auburn has used them a ton this season um, to start out the season. And I think they're going to keep using them pretty heavily in SEC play. You know, along with Lexi Handley out of the bullpen, maybe some Samantha Yarbrough and KK Dismukes. But really, the two starters have been Pinta and Lowe. I think you're going to keep seeing that. And they've really been the biggest part of the success so far for Auburn softball. Uh, I mean, Maddie Pinta has two no-hitters, so can't really go wrong with that.
0: <laughs> no, you can't. Well, um, you know, Auburn's going to be facing Alabama this weekend. What do you think are going to be some players to watch during those games?
1: Yeah, you know, for Auburn, I think, I don't want to just say Maddie Pinta and Shelby Lowe again, but I'm going to include them anyway, (laughs) um, because both of them are real talented pitchers. Um, You know, Maddie Pinta probably will start that Friday game if I had to guess. Um, You know, Wednesday against Troy, Auburn uh, pitched Shelby Lowe. She started the game, um, pitched the whole game seven innings so i really think maddie pinta will get that start friday saturday probably will be shelby low um not real sure yet sunday who's gonna be the starter maybe go back to pinta maybe someone else um mm-hmm. but not really sure both of them will be keys to auburn for auburn if auburn can win this weekend they'll both be keys you know on the offensive side of things i think uh mckenna Dowell has had a real hot bat lately um I believe she has a hit at least one hit in 15 of Auburn's 17 games this season um once again, she played the hero on offense against Troy, had a home two-run home run. Uh, I believe she drove in the other run. I could be wrong there. I need to double-check. Um, but yeah, I think McKenna Dowell is going to be a big impact on the offensive side of things. And then defensively, can't go wrong with Maddie Pinto or Shelby Lowe. So I think for Auburn, those are those three keys right there.
0: Definitely. And, you know, this is Auburn's first series against Alabama since 2018. You know, do you think there's going to be some extra emotion there without rivalry? What do you expect to see from them?
1: Yeah, you know, I think it'll be an interesting series. Um, you know, I'm not sure if Auburn has the power and at-bats to keep up with Alabama. I mean, Alabama, I think, is number three or four, depending on which poll you look at. So it's going to be tough to keep up with them. Um, offensively, defensively, I think Auburn can keep up with Bama's pitching. Uh, Let's with Pinta, Shelby Low, Auburn's bullpen as well. Uh, can do some damage uh, in the circle, but yeah, I think this is going to be a pretty big series. Like you said, they haven't played since 2018. Um, you know, always when you play Alabama in a sport, you know it's always a big deal for all Auburn teams <laughs> when they play Alabama. The lights are a little brighter, um, and I think too, especially since this is kind of Auburn's kickoff to SEC play. I know they played South Carolina earlier in the season, but that was in a Osprey, I think Dolphin Osprey Invitational. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really, wasn't kind of it was a little too early in the season. Um, to really say, like, here's the start of SEC play. I'd say this kind of is more of the start of SEC play. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a big game, um, especially since haven't played since 2018. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what can happen this weekend.
0: Definitely. Well, if you had to predict, what do you think is going to happen this weekend?
1: You know, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a fortune teller. I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a weather man or anything. You know, I can't predict the future. Uh, but you know, I'm going to say, I think if Auburn can win, come out of this weekend with one win. Um, I know it's a three-game series. If Auburn can win one of them. I think that's a pretty good weekend. Uh, and I think that's kind of a realistic weekend. I just think yeah. Alabama's real good. Uh, I mean, not to say Auburn isn't good, but you know, Alabama really good. Yeah, I mean uh, they're
0: nineteen and one, so yes, yeah. Yeah, and record.
1: I mean, their only loss so far has come to South Alabama. You know, their most recent game was against South Alabama, in which they had lost. But I believe they lost that game one to zero. Um, so it wasn't like you know, mm-hmm. South Alabama really took it to Alabama or anything um so yeah i think if i were to come out this weekend with one win uh that's kind of my prediction one win i know that'll mean they'll be one and two on the weekend which isn't a winning record obviously but i think that's kind of the best best case scenario for this kind of young team uh if you had to give me a day i don't know why but for some reason saturday like kind of feeling like saturday could be the day (laughs)
0: all right saturday (laughs) yeah i don't
1: i don't know why but like just feel like saturday would be would be the one
0: All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. This has been Page 8 with the Auburn Plainsman. I'm your host, Kristen Carr.
1: And I'm Jake Weiss.
0: And we are signing off. We'll see you guys next time.